0: Ash calf prices faced seasonal and drought pressure again last week. Kroger's and Albertson's, two of the nation's largest grocers, plan to merge. Coming up on your weekly calf news price point, presented by Cattle Wes Ishmal. Hello, I'm Wes Ishmal. Welcome to your weekly calf News Price Point Podcast for the 18th of October, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef, which emphasizes, a better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals, To maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org forward slash goals or more simply usrsb.org and look for the goals tab. Now to the news. Outside market volatility, high feed costs, and drought impacts drove cash calf and feeder cattle markets last week. Nationwide, steers and heifers sold steady to $5 a hundredweight lower, according to the Agricultural Marketing Service. The CME feeder cattle index closed $1.53 lower week-to-week on Friday at $173.08. AMS analysts note the calf market continues to be under pressure, as feed costs and overall economic uncertainty are weighing on cattle feeders' minds. They add that, as expected in October, the biggest declines are on unweaned or unvaccinated cattle, which have already been selling at a hefty discount to those with a verifiable health program. However, feeder cattle futures closed an average of $3.19 higher week-to-week on Monday, from $2.67 to $3.67 higher, with $2 of that gain coming on Monday, supported by recently higher cash-fed cattle prices and weakening corn. Corn futures closed an average of $0.13 lower through the front six contracts week-to-week on Monday, pressured by demand concerns tied to the strength of the U.S. dollar and slowing global economic growth. That was despite the support received in the monthly World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates. Compared to the previous month, USDA increased the expected 2022-23 season average corn price by a nickel to $6.80 a bushel. That was on a 49 million bushel reduction in production to $13.89 billion and a 47 million bushel reduction in projected ending stocks. Drought and high feed costs continue to weigh heavily on cattle prices, and these conditions are simply compounding the seasonal tendency of declining prices for freshly weaned calves, says Andrew P. Griffith, agricultural economist at the University of Tennessee, in his weekly market comments. He points out feeder cattle futures prices have declined for two months since reaching their apex in August. Although feeder cattle futures declined in recent months, Griffiths says supply fundamentals point to higher prices ahead, but the question is the timing of when prices begin to move higher. <music> Continued aggressive cattle slaughter and firming wholesale beef values helped negotiated cash fed cattle prices advance last week. Live prices were a dollar higher in the southern plains at 145 dollars weight. Steady to $2 higher in Nebraska at 148 and unevenly steady in the Western Corn Belt at $148. Dress prices were $2 higher in Nebraska at $232, and steady to $2 higher in the Western Corn Belt at 230 to 232 The five-area direct weighted average fed steer price last week was $146.99 hundredweight, which was 76 cents more than the previous week. The average fed steer price in the beef was a dollar and thirty-two cents higher at two thirty-one sixty. Week to week on Monday, live cattle futures closed an average of a dollar and twenty-nine cents higher, from sixty-five cents higher at the back to three dollars and seventeen cents higher in spot October. In the latest WASD, USDA raised the expected annual five-area direct fed steer price for this year to one hundred and forty-three dollars and fifteen cents hundredweight. That was thirty five cents more than the previous month's estimate, based on current strength and packer demand. Projected fed steer prices are one hundred and forty eight dollars in the fourth quarter. They're projected at one fifty one in the first quarter of next year and one fifty two in the second quarter with a twenty twenty three annual price of one hundred and fifty four dollars. Beef production next year is projected to be one point seven seven billion pounds less than this year or 6.3% less at 26.43 billion pounds. A better future for beef includes you. When it comes to improving sustainability in the beef industry, we're all in it together from pasture to plate. We're connected by our supply chain, and our efforts are made stronger by common goals. The U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef set goals To maintain and improve our grazing land and water resources, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, increase efficiencies, and care for our animals and our people. When we work together, the benefits come full circle. Take action to protect the resources that sustain us all at usrsb.org and look for the Goals tab. Recent wholesale beef prices suggest they are at or just beyond the seasonal ebb. Choice box beef cutout value was $3.51 higher week-to-week on Monday at $248.14 a hundredweight. Select was $5.79 higher at two hundred nineteen sixty-one. dollars Since the end of July, Griffith explains, the rib and round primals have increased in price by $6 and $5 respectively while prices for the other five have declined. He says the upcoming holiday season will likely spur middle meat prices, resulting in higher rib and loin prices. Additionally, brisket values may also be supported during this time period, while in meats will find more support during the winter months. Total estimated cattle slaughter last week of 660,000 head was 4,000 head fewer than the previous week, but 21,000 head more than the same week last year. Total estimated year-to-date cattle slaughter of 26.7 million head was 417,000 head more, or 1.6% more than the same time last year. Total estimated year-to-date beef production of 22.0 billion pounds was 306.9 million pounds more, or 1.4% more. Kroger and Albertsons Companies Two of the nation's top 10 grocery retailers announced a definitive merger agreement last week. Depending on which list of top grocers in the U.S. by sales you look at, the merger would place the new entity ahead of Costco and a head-to-head battle with Amazon while still trailing Walmart by a long way. Together, Albertsons Companies and Kroger currently employ more than 710,000 associates and operate a total of 4,996 stores, 66 distribution centers, 52 manufacturing plants, 3,972 pharmacies, and 2,015 fuel centers, according to a joint news release. According to Rodney McMullen, Kroger chairman and chief executive officer We're bringing together two purpose-driven organizations to deliver superior value to customers, associates, communities, and shareholders. Albertson's Companies brings a complementary footprint and operates in several parts of the country with very few or no Kroger stores. This merger advances our commitment to build a more equitable and sustainable food system by expanding our footprint into new geographies to serve more of America with fresh and affordable food and accelerates our position as a more compelling alternative to larger and non-union competitors. McMullen will continue serving as chairman and CEO of the combined company. On the other side of the merger, Vivek Sankaran, CEO of Albertson's Companies, explains, We've been on a transformational journey to evolve Albertson's Companies into a modern and efficient omnichannel food and drug retailer focused on building deep and lasting relationships with With our customers and communities. I am proud of what our 290,000 associates have accomplished, delivering top tier performance while furthering our purpose to bring people together around the joys of food and to inspire well being. Today's announcement is a testament to their success. In connection with obtaining the requisite regulatory clearance necessary to consummate the transaction, Kroger and Albertson's companies expect to make store divestitures. And that's your weekly Calf News Price Point podcast for the 18th of October, sponsored by the U.S. Roundtable for Sustainable Beef. I'm Wes Ishmael. Thanks for listening.